I'm sure you'll remember earlier this year the tragic story of a woman who died after becoming trapped in the chute of a a clothing donation bin. Crystal Papineau was her name, and she was the eighth person in Canada to die in a clothing box since 2015. And now the city of Toronto is considering some stricter rules for clothing donation bins. Uh, After uh, this incident, the city's licensing committee will meet next week to break down a report that suggests that donation bin owners prove that their boxes are safe before they receive a permit to operate one. Mark Schraga is the Director of Investigation Services for the City of Toronto, and he joins us now here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Uh, just uh, first off, can you explain to us what the Licensing Committee is uh, looking at uh, when they meet next week, uh, breaking down this uh, report? What do they mean by uh, owners have to prove that their boxes are safe? How are they going to do that? Yeah, so we're proposing that we amend the bylaw to require um, property or clothing drop box operators provide a letter from a engineer stating that they've reviewed the design of the box and the fact that it um, is a safe box in terms of how it's been constructed or any uh, anti-theft features in it. Yeah, can you just remind everybody uh, this tragic death of a Crystal uh, Papineau that uh, when she got stuck in this box, it was because of this uh, anti-theft device in the box and the way that it closed? Yeah, some box operators have designed it um, so that the chute mechanism, once you open the chute, if you were to enter into the box or you you can't retrieve items from within the box or you can't go into the box and then get out yourself. So, again, there's a recognizers, I guess, a value to these textiles um, for these operators. So theft of them is a concern. So they've, some of them have designed them so that it's not easy to steal. Sure. I think we all understand that theft is a concern, but obviously human life is a a major concern as well. So why not just uh, eliminate those anti-theft devices? Well, we think we leave it up to the experts and the designers as there may be ways they can incorporate anti-theft devices that don't, in fact, pose a safety risk to people should they become inadvertently trapped within one. So that's what we'd be looking for is we're not going to prescribe you can't have anti-theft devices, but if you are going to have some, what's a safety mechanism for them? Is Toronto considering it all as they look at uh, stricter rules for these donation bins, uh, Mark? Uh, do you know if we're looking at uh, what would be uh, several different approved uh, configurations or designs for clothing donation bins? Again, well, yeah, we're not going to we're not going to prescribe what the box should be designed as. That's not we don't have that expertise or skill set. That's where independent third-party engineers, they could look at design and they can make, they're the most qualified people to make that determination. But we are also aware that the uh, Canadian Standards Association has put together a working group and they are looking at perhaps developing a standard that would be applicable nationwide because obviously this is not an issue uh, in terms of safety or concerns just in Toronto. This is something that is across the country a concern. Well, that uh, leads to my next question for you. Uh, The eighth person to die uh, here in Toronto last year in a clothing donation box since just 2015. So obviously this is a problem uh, right across uh, the country. Do you know, has the city been in contact with uh, other jurisdictions where this has sadly uh, taken place? Has there been some communication and some consultation? Uh We've, we've looked at what other municipalities are doing. I don't believe we've had direct com, uh, communications with those other municipalities. And again, that's where knowing that the, there's a Canadian Standards Association working group that's been formed that would have representatives across, from across the country and uh, from the manufacturing industry, the charitable organizations, the for-profit operators, all sitting around the table to talk this out. Um, that's where we... that. 
information is being shared. Uh, do you have a sense of uh, where we're going with this, where this is uh, all leading, uh, Mark? I mean, what you hear from the CSA, is there going to be a uh, an accepted standard uh, that will go right across the country? Well, they're going. My understanding is they'll make a determination if, in fact, there's a need, uh, justification for developing such a standard. Uh, it could take them r- approximately 15 or so months to develop a standard should it be identified. And again, the standard is a voluntary compliance, so it could be that. That's with them where municipalities have an option to say you all your clothing drop boxes must comply to this standard should one exist, or again you could rely upon a professional engineer to certify or to attest that the design is in fact safe and doesn't pose any risk to people. Is voluntary is it good enough, or is this something that needs to have a little some teeth behind it and maybe fines if you know some of these organizations are not adopting the so-called safe box? Yeah. So to be clear, I'm just referencing the standard is voluntary compliance too. The bylaws of a municipality. So, for example, in Toronto, should there be a standard, and if we said all clothing drop boxes are to comply with this standard, then if they didn't we would do through our enforcement, we could lay the fines or charges. Okay. Uh, just finally, uh, what's uh, being done uh, right now? You mentioned we could be 15 months uh, down the road until we see maybe an accepted uh, standard. Uh, what's being done with the boxes that are out there right now? Is it still uh, posing a risk? Well, we do know that the once uh, main manufacturer and supplier of clothing drop boxes um for a lot of the recognized charities and, and for-profit businesses that get licenses or permits from the city, they've already done voluntarily their own retrofits to make to remove those safety or anti-theft features and to make their boxes safe. They account for approximately 60% of the clothing drop boxes in the city. A lot of the clothing drop boxes also that are out there are ones that we would deem to be unpermitted or uh, illegal clothing drop boxes are usually made of just uh, wood, and they don't have the anti-theft devices in them. So we're not sure exactly how many boxes are out there that uh, have such an anti-theft device to start with. But also, if this bylaw does pass, if Council ultimately approves this bylaw amendment, then it would take effect sooner than waiting for the Canadian Standards Association. That means that whenever, uh, when they come in to apply for a uh, renewal permit for their clothing drop box, at that time they would have to bring in that engineer's documentation attesting to the fact that the boxes are safe. Got it. Are you relying on the uh, public uh, right now, uh, Mark, if they see a box that is uh, questionable to, uh, you know, alert uh, the the city to get somebody out there to check this? So right now, just to be clear, we don't have the uh, authority to require boxes to be made safe. So there is no standards in our bylaw. That's why we're proposing the amendment that we've made. Um, So safety, looking at the safety of the boxes is not something we can do from an enforcement perspective. Uh, we do want to know where these clothing drop boxes are because we know where the permitted ones are, but of course, identifying where the non-permitted ones is a challenge for us. We do have officers that are doing that work now, but anything the public can provide to us. So if they see a clothing drop box that does not have a permit on it from the City of Toronto, because that is a requirement, then they should call 311 Record, provide that information to the 311 staff, and that information will then ultimately get to our officers, and we can then go out and arrange for uh, proper enforcement on those non-permitted or illegal boxes. 
All right, Mark Schraga, Director of Investigative Services for the City of Toronto, an important issue. Thank you so much uh, for the update. We'll watch this uh, with interest as it moves forward. And, Mark, thanks again uh, for the time. Okay, and thank you for the opportunity. No worries. There goes uh, Mark Schraga. And as we mentioned, Toronto considering some uh, stricter rules for clothing donation uh, bins uh, after that uh, just tragic death of uh, a woman, the eighth person in Canada, to die in a clothing box since 2015.